0: All right, my talkers. We are one night away from the good old trick or treat. Halloween is just around the corner. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia, and we're going to get into a little bit of Halloween costumes. Ourself?
2: I'm going to I'm going to dress up tomorrow. I'm coming as grunge as grunge Barbie. You're it's coming too, to work. I'm coming to work as grunge you. Barbie. Good for you. We have to dress up. I'm doing pickleball boot
3: camp tomorrow night, so yeah. we're, at, we're are you dressing up? up? Why well, had a friend who dressed up and wore a nice tutu for tennis clinic this weekend. I um yes. I'll find something.
2: Well, Grant posted. You know, the big Casa Amiga's Halloween party mm-hmm. was this weekend. Paris Hilton was my favorite as Britney Spears in the Toxic, I saw this, it. the flight attendant, and then Jessica Light blue outfit. Yeah, Jessica Alba was also in the. Um, You know, the sparkly nude bodysuit that Britney performed in? I forget what the song is. I love that.
3: All the Britney tributes. Paris Hilton, really, she's been the loyal friend to all this.
2: And so is Madonna and Donatella and Selena. I mean, it's, it's, well, speaking of the Britney uh, uh, memoir on Saturday, Britney posted on uh, Instagram that a second volume of her memoir is in the work. Works and then the post was taken down a few hours later. Whoops, maybe she wasn't supposed to say right. that yet. Um, but humor is the cure to everything. Play on volume two will be released next year. Get ready, and I totally believe that because of where when it you ends. read her book, how yeah, yeah where how it, it ends, ends and stuff. Yep. There's more to the story, and I wanted to look a little bit into because I have been struck at um. The number of thoughtful essays and think pieces that have been written about Brittany's memoir, and why it was first of all, it was such it's such a brutal revelation to realize in front of our very own gossiping eyes, the extent that she was abused, mistreated it's shocking and by her family and by Lou Taylor and by boyfriends and even in her early life of her family. But because the way she is telling the story, which is very much uh, how you would envision her, you know, sharing a story. um, But she is so raw and also, humble she admits so many times about
3: I could have been smarter I could have done better here I was kind of naive I wish I would have known I wish I would have looked more into these things there's no
2: there's no woman on earth who can't relate to that because Mm -hmm. I mean even Brittany I mean when you come from a broken traumatized home I mean when even when she starts out what happened to her grandmother you know who died by her own hand at the age of 32. I mean, Brittany comes from this traumatic family background, but um, there's just something so heartfelt. And even, you know, Casey's daughter was going to read. Yes. you the one you're reading. Yes. She said, I couldn't stand not Meeting? knowing what was going on, and she sent me a note.
3: So she went out and got it. Yes,
2: yeah, she went. She said, I have to have it. I have to read because she loves Brittany, and we've made so many judgments about it. And she said, just finish the Brittany book. I was so wrong about her in every way. Unbelievable how awful her family is. Just terrible and the men and then just dot dot, dot but.
3: I have to tell you a situation because I think we forget about paparazzi how how nutty they were to get the picture before everyone started having iPhones, okay? Yes. So in watching, I finished the Beckham uh four part documentary on Netflix, which is excellent. Mm-hmm. And I recommend and he they have a great marriage. They're so in love. It's really mm-hmm. cute and sweet. Yeah. And um, but there's a scene when he was traded to Real Madrid, which is the team in Spain, and he's just going there and he wants to go in low key, Mm -hmm. you know, not make any weather because he was traded overnight. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. And he didn't want it. He didn't want it. He felt like, wow, there's that. And so he's followed. They're driving him in a car. And to watch how the motorcycle paparazzis are going on both sides of the car. And then you think of Princess Diana, Mm -hmm. how she died with the paparazzi just going Mm -hmm. all, the chauffeur was drunk too, but going around this car and forcing it to Mm outrace, you know, run them. It's so invasive. And then you had a stop sign and then they get out of the car, park right in the middle of the road, bugging everyone in traffic. Just get out to try to get a picture of you. She was absolutely so harassed. Night and day. Yes. He sleeping and outside day. of where she lived. And so. just the think of that feeling of panic yeah. every time you left your house because you could get in a car accident. I, absolutely you know?
2: I mean it was just you feel like you're going crazy. And that's basically kind of what Brittany writes about it. The she and she does. She's she's I was I was so not equipped for fame. You know, totally. and listed reasons why and then gave her examples of who was good at fame. Yeah. You know, Christina Aguilera, Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. But I wondered about who helped write, uh who was the ghostwriter that helped Britney shape this mm-hmm. memoir. Because I, the only negative thing, it was so bad. My mom even called me. TMZ, Harvey and all the people at TMZ, mm-hmm. they... Ripped Britney's memoir to shreds. They absolutely acted like, like the British press does about Harry and Meghan. Mm-hmm. It was probably because they're complicit in the paparazzi machine mm-hmm. of everything, but they said the most sexist, misogynistic BS. But, um, you know, you, y- you really, the book is very good. And this guy, Sam Lansky, who's the West Coast contributing editor for Time magazine, he's like a 30 something. He um, is the guy who is her ghostwriter. And apparently, here's who he's profiled for Time since 2017 Adele, Nicki Minaj, Timothy Chalamet, Johnny Depp, Jamie Lee Curtis, Madonna. Lily Allen, Kylie Minogue and he's interviewed them and uh apparently he's just like a great guy but he knows how to be polite, respectful and draw information. Good good heartfelt off the, you're not expecting it because Details how his style is because Mm -hmm. he is so polite and respectful and researched, Mm -hmm. knows his subject. So that's the guy, and I guess he... Had He was a novelist first and then he kind of became a music blogger and he just has an interesting career. I'm telling you
3: people, if you can write, you've got jobs. And this
2: is the first time he's ghostwritten or helped anybody write a book. Oh, really? And Britney picked him and there were, just like with Michelle Williams, a lot of actresses auditioning to read her book. A lot of ghostwriters. A lot of Mm ghostwriters wanted to do Britney's story and she picked him probably because he's polite, respectful and knows his stuff.
3: Char Jackson, Kevin Federline's um, first baby mama, I'm Mm -hmm. just going to say, because I don't think they were married. Mm -hmm. She's slamming um, the memoir and said, it's full of lies. When Kevin met Brittany, we had three kids and one on the way. We were living in a six bedroom house in Orange County, California. One day at a bad morning, I was having bad morning sickness and it was about, I was six months pregnant Kevin had an audition for a Coca Cola commercial or oh, something geez, because or, of Britney or something in L.A. <coughs> then I didn't hear from him for three days. She added that Britney got with Kevin while she was pregnant with Kevin's child. I felt angry and betrayed, and went numb. I went into autopilot, and then who is she mad at? I never hated Kevin for that. Yeah. If you love someone, you can't hate them. I thinking, Why would you hate Britney, who is naive, and not the man? You're, that you already have three children and a fourth one on the yeah, way. With. I don't
2: want to hear from this woman. It's just ridiculous. has been funding her lifestyle, yes. too, with all the... Through Kevin. Through yeah. Kevin Federline, yeah. Oh. I just thought... Wow. Yeah, I, about I'm mad you gave her that much
3: time. Displace anger. All right, we're going to take a quick break. we come back. It's Random Thoughts.
0: Grant here for Hoppin Weber Construction, your hometown licensed expert. And that's the keyword licensed expert for over 30 years for everything exterior related to your home. We're talking siding, windows, Roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. You may have experienced some storm and hail damage this summer when those storms came through just around the state fair time. There's still time before winter to get that roof replaced or that storm damage replaced. So reach out to HWConstruction.com and set up that free home consultation. But I want to tell you about Derek. He gave a five-star review about his experience, and he said Ryan did a great job of answering all of my questions on the roofing project and selling me on the siding project. Then Pete took over on all of my concerns on both projects, both of them got back to my text immediately and answered and took care of all the problems immediately. It was so nice to deal with a company that had their employees care and even were had pa- even after the papers were signed. So if you want to have that same experience that Derek did while working with Hop and Weber Construction, the same experience I did, start out by going to hwconstruction.com to set up your free home consultation.
3: You know, I saw this story the other day. You ever noticed that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if...
0: And now, Julia's
3: Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is. Okay, so here are some couple random things. Um, Just shout out for people who are looking into holiday shows. Get them now.
2: Oh, yes. Jersey Boys at
3: Janice and Dinner Theater. Peter Pan's at the Ordway. The New Standards. Yes, the New Standards holiday show. Mrs. Doubtfire um, is coming to... um, The Orpheum and that those dates are the 19th through the 24th. I did just stop and let me just, let me finish my sentence and then you can hear what I say. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire, the 19th through the 24th. Those tickets go on sale this Friday morning, but Peter Pan, I believe are already on sale at Ordway. I'm just talking big theater, Guthrie, Christmas Carol, you know, so if you want to get the good dates, that whole season is starting right now. So get in there and get your good, 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 good dates. Um, Okay. Um, Todd's doing
2: his Christmas Carol Peterson.
3: Yes, he yeah. is too. And he'll tell us about those dates. Um, and that's really fun. I started watching Botched, the Bosh? new She's botched.
2: Oh, With botched. Terry
3: DeBrove. Yes, yes. And botched. Paul Adrian, Nacef. Paul Nicev. Right. Who was to, married to Adrian Malouf. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so good.
2: It's, it always has been. It's so. Are good, you but just now starting It hasn't been it?
3: on for a while. I feel like. Well, maybe it hasn't it's been, been on for so a while. many.
2: See, there's been but so many you episodes.
3: Can, but you can fast forward. The new season came out, and so one of the candidates. Oh gosh. So it it's really it interesting. It never
2: gets old seeing it, what they because Terry and Paul have great chemistry. Like I don't even think of him as Adrian Malouf's husband no, anymore because no. he. Is more known in reality than she is now. He totally is. Yeah, and that was real. And they're funny of together. Else.
3: Yes, they really are. And they're reconstructionists, or they only work on revision work. They whatever you'd call that. They don't do first time work. They are there to help people solve problems. When their plastic surgery has gone awry, I thought
2: they also were regular plastic surgeons. This is what botched is about, though. No, plastic surgery gone awry. Yeah, yeah.
3: So they had three different people. One of them, of course, was
2: uh, Janice Dickerson. Dickinson? Dickinson. The model? Yep. Now I got to see this new episode. I love Janice. She Uh, always makes for great TV. She's
3: great TV, and she put in breasts so long ago um that you can see how the breasts have got ropey oh. in the plant you know so they're, she was one of them oh wow there was a woman who's who's an actress who ended up with Michael Jackson nose Uh-oh. and it was wild to watch him rebuild her nose with cartilage. You like watching that part of it? I fast forward a little bit through everything. I don't want to know too much background on the people. I don't want to know too much of the procedure because I want to shut my eyes a little bit. Right, right, right. But I'm fascinated a little bit. because
2: we we want to do plastic surgery. If we see it up close and personal, then we're like, ah. But I like the reveal too. Yes.
3: And so this woman had no nose left like Michael Jackson. So he went into her rib cage and got a piece of her rib and took the cartilage out of her rib to form to put on her nose it's fascinating and to it looks amazing she did she hated it initially after you know 2 days yeah she, she was like miserable and he's like gosh and in, in the confessionals you know um Malouf is like jeez
1: You know, I'm doing her a
3: favor and she's like (laughs) bitching at
1: me Mm -hmm. and how ungrateful
3: does she sound, you know, but they play it real.
1: Yeah.
3: And then they went to this guy's house. They did a house visit because they're worried this guy has gone too far. He's like 32 and he's done so much plastic surgery to put in muscles. Oh, no. Like he's had four different muscle surgeries. his. So it it
2: takes you to the extreme, extreme and to the sad, sad. Dysmorphia. Dysmorphia. It was. Well, did Janice get her boobs done? Did they fix her boobs? Yeah. She's married to a plastic surgeon, so she must have wanted a younger lady to be on the show, (laughs) and he's he's older. Well, yeah, that's true. Maybe he doesn't do it anymore. He's not able to reconstruct. Yeah, yeah, he's older. Yeah,
3: Um, but that was kind of fun. Um, Movie theaters, some independent movie theaters, took um, the long movie of Killers of the Flower Moon into their own hands and put in an an admission, admission? intermission, intermission. Thank you. Yeah, Uh, yeah. And got in trouble from the studio. (gasps) They did? They did. The studio called them back and said um, that uh, you cannot stop the movie and drop
2: down a screen. They put in an
3: eight-minute break because the movie is three hours and 26 minutes long. And so they put it in, and we're going to keep doing it forward with longer movies, but now it doesn't seem an option, they said, because... Uh, the studio representative contacted them immediately and said they violated their licensing agreement. Oh, how'd they even find out? That's what I wonder. Jeez. So I thought,
2: wow, the movie was doing something right, and there you go. That it I seems, it. you know, like... I mean, I don't know. I just run out and pee, and I risk missing something. I, 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 I don't need the theater to pause it for me or anything. The only... Time I ever recall ever going to a movie theater where it came down and said intermission was A Gone with the Wind one time I went inside In a
3: movie theater In a movie <laughs> and theater mine was Tests of the DR oh,
2: Remember that movie was, it was a long one. Was depressing not
3: Natia Kaczynski or whatever the lady Natasha
2: Jakinski. Kaczynski. Okay, this is a question for you. Yes. Oh, it was horrible. Well, it just came yes. down and said inter intermission it was and actually part of the down, movie. Yes, I love that. Yeah.
3: Okay, so Um, I want to know, is bad pronunciation the same as bad grammar to you?
2: No, no, no.
3: Okay. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Because there is a brand new study out that they did for the very first time about bad grammar. Mm -hmm. And they have found out for the first time in this study that it really stresses people out in a physical way mm-hmm. when people have bad grammar mm-hmm. researchers in England found out when you know something's grammatically wrong and I'll even see it in reading stories and I'm like that's a typo that's a typo that's a typo um, they said that your body reacts by kicking into fight-or-flight stress mode um, here's how they figured it out Wow um, they found out because of people's heart rates the heart rates they measured um, they looked at something called heart rate um, variability. And when you're relaxed, our heart rate varies just a little, specifically, you know, when the beats go up and down, but it's perfectly natural, no big deal. But when something stresses you out that goes awry, our heart beats faster, and the times between beats is much more consistent, like, and it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And so the study found out that. Bad grammar causes an effect that your body thinks there's a perceived threat to them. Mm-hmm. So grammar nuts wow. aren't just whining. Your bad grammar is really stressing them out. How weird is that? I've,
0: if, I've had friends that are like this, and I can tell it bothers them when I <laughs> when I go, talk a little bit or yeah. use a word wrong. Do you wrong. have bad grammar? Do you think I have bad grammar? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, that's yeah. not something I'm. Proud I have of, bad
3: but. pronunciation. Yeah, I but I don't
0: bulb. think I
2: have bad grammar. I have both. No, but like when people, like they use the tense wrong or this, it does because maybe it puts you in the position of like, should I tell them? Should I correct them? And maybe that's what makes you anxious. Yeah. And then you're like mad that you're even involved in it. Like, why didn't someone teach you? So I can see how the cycle happens. I do too. I totally do. Oh yeah. I feel for it. I just thought um, that was kind of an
3: interesting little say. They've never studied it before. Well,
2: well, see, they... There is a reason they study the studies. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> okay, we're just talking about grammar and different things um, that happen with your brain yeah. from time to time. Mm-hmm. And we absolutely love learning our ex and we absolutely love their passion through one-on-one brain training to help people expand their brains to what they want them to do. You know? Be
2: better learners. Learn how to read. If learn they can, how to learn. Yeah, if they can't comprehend what they're reading. Everything is so hard and that is probably why the number one thing learning RX helps with is reading. Because if you don't have reading comprehension skill and knowledge, everything else is hard for you in school. Because it's yes, all about reading. That's right.
3: Even math problems, right? You know, mm-hmm. would take forever. But they also work with people with all different types of learning disabilities. They work with people who have had um, concussions. They work with. Um, you know, older people, they work with people with chemo brain. Whatever your issue is, it's a wonderful place through one on one brain training. Learning RX works. works column today.
2: Julia, Julia, Julia. And anybody out there who loves their Bravo universe of shows. Yes. Yeah. Vanity Fairs story is online today. Oh, it is. For for their it's basically a their They have done a deep dive into the housewives world and it's titled inside the real housewives reckoning that's rocking Bravo Um, amid disturbing allegations. Bethany Frankel's calls for a union and a whole lot of drinking reality TV's most popular stars are facing their demons. And some of the stories that are coming out of this expose. Well, one story, Julia, we now know why Real Housewives of New York was completely recast. And never had a and reunion. never had a reunion. And it's
3: last year of the old cast.
2: That's right. Okay. Season 13 of the Real Housewives of New York was notable for having no reunion and having uh, all the ladies booted recast uh, to an ultimate girls trip is what they ended up doing and a whole new r- Rony housewife universe was born and no one is even looking at those ladies
3: you know what's interesting to me based on the study that we're gonna get at is what well,
2: isn't a study this well, is this is true facts y- okay. yeah this is Vanity Fair is reporting yes. this and apparently the thing for real housewife of New York was no surprise to any of us who watched the show always and felt that she was a problematic Karen for several seasons. Ramona. Ramona. Singer. Grant, did you ever watch housewives no. ever?
3: Nope. Not no. my
0: cup. Okay. I got into the, uh, a un- blow deck, but never, okay. never the housewives.
2: Yeah. And, um, so, and Ramona is before they filmed that 2021 th- season, which was the 13th se- season of Roni, as, and they
3: changed the cast to include Ebony, that Ebony year. K. Williams, who was a black first woman. ever
2: black star which in is, New York. Which right? is shocking because yep. New York, hello. I mean, yep. uh, anyway, they participated in a virtual education session that Bravo felt. They should have, with the ladies of Roni, probably worried specifically about Ramona. Saying something when they're filming. That's right. So all of them appeared on the call. There was an NBC communications uh, executive, one Bravo publicist, and two representatives from two different racial justice organizations. So
3: this is before they even started filming filming the season. They wanted to go through... You guys need to know, I mean, really, this is Ramona's...
2: Um, well, it was a very, to yeah, to talk about how are we going to talk about race, and they've got... Yes. So, anyway, so... And it was during COVID. Y- y- well, this was, no, before filming 2021 season. Yeah, so it was COVID. COVID. Yeah. Yep. So, anyway, but that had nothing to do with why they were doing it. It was because they had their first black housewife on there, and they also knew that Ramona has been a problem. She says the most awful things. About help when help, she gets anywhere. She she's so entitled. She's, racist. She, she's she, just she just is just emblematic of a caring, she just really a is. racist uh she really privileged is. woman and mm-hmm. clueless about it. When would argue her way into a bigger, even hole, trying to get out of it. And then you'd get so sick of her explaining, you'd walk away. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, because you can't argue with stupid sometimes. Sometimes you can't. <laughs> so, um, I just remember <laughs> that is something my dad said to me once. It's a true statement, Yeah, though. Sometimes you can't argue with stupid. You really can't. So... And his point was that I should know what I was talking about when I'm arguing so that I would never Agreed. be this stupid. Okay, that's very okay. good. Okay. So Ebony in this, um, when she gets interviewed, because um, they have several, they got a lot of people talking about it. So um, uh, she, Ramona asks why she couldn't ask about, about why aren't there more black Fathers, And this is on the Zoom training, training, sensitivity training
3: call. Yeah. And everyone's there, including Ebony. So Ramona asked And that. the publicist said,
2: you know, what are you talking and about? And where does that even get us? Where is that coming from? And then Ramona says something about, well, I just read some study and blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, this is exactly the kind of stuff. That you're going to get in trouble with and sorry, but more importantly, you. Yes. So Ramona responds to Vanity Fair saying, you know, just this training thing. And Ramona said, well, the training included the words open dialogue. This is (gasps) in response to Vanity Fair. And this is three years later or two years later. In that spirit, I asked a question about a statistic. So like, hello, publicist helping her here. Read the room. That I had read about single parent households. Where children with single parent households were statistically less likely to succeed than ten two parent households. Ramona Singer has never said that succinct of a sentence You're in sure. her life. You're right. Okay. And um and in November of 2021, page six had a story, and Vanity Fair has this because they they got it confirmed from several sources that Ramona had said to several people in production, this is why we shouldn't have black people on the show, in uh. response to a moment that showed uh, Ebony leaving Luann's house, and she was kind of upset. Like, these ladies haven't all left each other's houses upset before. This is a right. regular
3: right. big deal occurrence.
2: Yep. And she told Page Six at the time, this is a terrible lie. It's very disappointing that people want to slander me. But Vanity Fair confirmed, oh, yes, she did say that. And that she even went one step further and said, Ebony is going to ruin our show, having her on. And she denied that. And in fact, she writes back to Vanity Fair, I was in support of adding diverse cast members long before Bravo thought of it. She just looks so stupid. Oh, my. This is her responding to Vandy Fair. She looks
3: so stupid. Just answer the questions. And her comment
2: comment about rural housewives not needing black people had the producers write on a hot sheet, which is a post-production sheet that they give to the editors for here's something we want to tread lightly on or edit out or amplify, but, you know they highlighted right. for the editing and um, and Andy Cohen got the hot sheet at the time responded in an email obtained by Van- Vanity Fair these are incredible reads and will be amazing episodes the fact that this particular journey through white fragility ends with Ramona DMing Brian Cranston is next level so very callous on the part of Andy, he's always producing, producing, he wants, producing. He wants,
3: the, he wants the shock value. Yeah. So he'll, he's willing to throw Anything them under the bus. Under the bus. And that same season,
2: wow. and this was filed, it became... Um, you we're know, talking Real Housewives Real, in New York
3: the last season.
2: Well, and we're talking... This is all originating from Vanity Fair's, and if you have any free articles left, you're going to want to read Inside the Real Housewives Reckoning that's Rocking Bravo. Ramona also told a black female production staffer, there's so many of you guys here (gasps) now, please don't change your hair (gasps) as I'm not going to be able to remember anyone's names. Oh, my word. And Singer said to Vanity Fair in response to that, she said, I have an inability to remember anyone's names. Didn't deny, you know, that she said it and... Uh, anyway, they have footage. I do too, but if it's like, <sighs> who would ever... She really...
3: Leah McSweeney but see, has filed... But wait a second before yeah, you tell me that. Yeah. Here's my thing with, with Ramona is Andy still loves her. And he had her in the audience just
2: last week. It just goes to show you with how he responded to this, how he thinks. These are incredible. The fact that this particular journey through white fragility... We're sick of white fragility. No. We're to, And it ends with R- R- Ramona doing Brian C- Cranston. It's like he is always, it feels He's very... He's always producing. Yeah, it feels... What was producing. the Jim Carrey movie? The, the Truman show. show. So no one really has real feelings. No one is really being encouraged. I mean, I think that, like...
3: NeNe, NeNe Lakes NeNe talks Le- to... NeNe Lakes talked about this. She was an Atlanta housewife who sued him. They were very good friends, and he's like, you don't... He turned on her. She's like, you don't get it, how you talk to me as a Mm -hmm, black woman. mm -hmm. You do not get get it.
2: it. And he doesn't get it.
3: No, and to hear Ramona Singer...
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: This isn't surprising at all about Ramona. I mean, this is no it is
2: not surprising but, but I guess horrific. Leah McSweeney is filed a, a, a complaint against Bravo a discrimination complaint against Bravo she's on the record with this story there's about the apparently the massive
1: amounts.
2: and alcohol, 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 always being pushed, and to get people, you know, oh, you, you, you peed your bed overnight because right. you drank so much. We're gonna film it. Oh, you got a black eye on this girls' yeah. trip. Yeah, and so this is um, it'll be real interesting to see what the Bravo, NBC, Andy Cohen, I what they what the response is going to be. I know Andy Cohen has already gone on the defensive. He's sharing a memory of interviewing Britney Spears when she was under the conservatorship and how he felt that the people around her were creepy and that she acted um, like a captive. So he's telling us about that, but he didn't ever call anybody about it. He's just recalling us to it now. So to what end is this, you know what I'm saying? He's dodging the other bullet. I, I think so. I think so. So anyway, I'm just like, I, my jaw was dropping. I've only read the first paragraph. And I think of a couple of things like Leah McSweeney.
3: She was sober. Yes. She was sober and went on New York Housewives.
2: And her mom, don't you remember? Her mom was like, I'm worried about this for you and your sobriety yeah. with these girls. And,
3: and she wanted to make herself be a brand name and get her, her clothing line out there. And she missed her grandmother's funeral because of filming and taping. That's the thing that I don't get with this show. Well,
2: Liam McSweeney told Vandy Fair that the producers, uh, the VP of um, programming told her, the viewers don't like you on this second season and we think you should drink more. You're more likable and to other people. Confirmed to Vanity Fair that yes, they too heard that. <laughs>
3: oh, this is just in. This is nutty, but I want to just say one more thing yeah. about um, the Housewives, and I can't remember what it is. Or okay, I'm going go to go, go crazy right now. No, oh, I even raised my hand. You did. All right, oh, listen, we, a little, we come back go. to me tomorrow at this time. We'll be right back. Hey, gang. We love Hammernecks Flooring Solutions, and we know you will, too. And let me just read a couple of testimonials. Um, you know, I got I got a Hammernecks coupon from the state fair and decided to check them out. Worked with John in the New Hope location. He was great, knowledgeable without being pushy, comfortable to shop. The whole process was really quick, too. I picked up the floors, got a call. They scheduled the installers. I had great pricing. It looked fantastic. This was just Suptenaut's a great experience, and we know at Hammonix, they know what they're doing. They They have the best selection of hard surfaces in the Twin Cities area. They have the best people. They have interior designers on staff and will help you make choices. If this isn't your wheelhouse, they have the most beautiful carpeting. Yeah, and if you need countertops, a quick fix for rooms where you're just they to buy mean, they buy in bulk, bulk and you can go at any location they've got four locations Hudson, New Hope, rochester and St. Paul that's Hammermix sass
1: Lori Julia producer Grant the Lori and Julia show where talk is fun my talk 1071 everything entertainment
0: so what are you trying to say
1: Hollywood What is the meaning of this? Okay.
3: So Lori, you thought... That when you were watching some of the footage of Madonna's celebration tour that she had her butt implants removed. Yes, Julia, oh. I did. <laughs> well, they're not.
2: Oh. And so
3: a gentleman who's no longer a gentleman, who I just think is a dink, is 50 cents. 50 cents. 50 oh. cents? So well, he's
2: guy. he's always doing but t- he a beef did, with Madonna. Okay,
3: but he did this before, and mm-hmm. he talked about the when you and I saw the picture of her laying under bed with her butt out and her feet, legs out, like the Wicked Witch mm-hmm. of the West, you mm-hmm. know, with the legs. And we saw her butt and we thought, why?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And then 50 Cent really said, what is a grown woman doing this kind of thing? So now he's done it again. And they made up after that one. They did. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so now, well, here's what she said. Um, here's what 50 Cent just did. He compares her butt to an, in- an insect. So he took to Instagram Friday, fifty cents, did this. Fitty fitty, fitty. um and posted a side by side photo comparing Madonna in a silver body jumpsuit performing. Oh, that's what on she's wearing. She's yep. wearing that on yep. this tour. And yeah. next to an animated black insect. Um his caption even got more pers- personal, personal zeroing in on his rump. And we've been obsessed with the rump, so we are not free from any of this talk. Because we have been obsessed with why would she ruin her beautiful yes, body. We, have, yeah. we really have. And I would send Lori pictures of her butt just behind the scenes just to make you laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has yet to comment on this. So he said, read it. Who the bleep did this? She's rich. How the hell didn't she get this fixed? I want a in doctor's name right now. I mean, <laughs> damn it, man. LOL. I mean, okay. And then I hope she didn't make her kids take this picture. Oh. That was the one when she was
2: with her legs out. All right. All and, right. The Hollywood speak is a very cent does not need to he can I don't know why he club why chases he, Madonna but he does. Yeah. Why? The because why? Madonna is Madonna why? bitch. That's but why. Why right. does he
3: spend his time here? He only looks bad to women. He looks bad to people.
2: I mean, he, this what man? He doesn't looks care. Good doing yes. this. Yeah, but he doesn't right. care. But yeah, wow. he doesn't, doesn't
0: care. make it right. But he doesn't care.
2: Yeah, he doesn't care, and guess what? She doesn't either.
3: Well, last time, no what she wrote after I mean, he pointed, it, like, did yeah. she make the t- kids take the picture of her yeah. with under the bed? Well, that's
2: because he invoked the kids.
3: He said, "Here's 50 Cent pretending to be my friend." Yeah. Now you've decided to talk smack about me. I yes. guess your new career isn't getting attention. Tra-
2: that's is, right. But is she knows by he's cloud chasing. Yeah. We right. see it too, Madonna. But when he mentioned her kids, that's why she yeah. went after him. All right. She's Italian. She's old. School. I don't
3: understand. You though, can what talk is-
2: smack about me, and I'll ignore no, you. No, I agree. No, you don't won't. you bring <laughs> up my kids. Don't put my kids in your mouth. Why? Yeah. Don't put my <laughs> wife's name in my mouth. Okay. I, I, sorry. <laughs> nice sorry. Job. Good job. Look, just don't uh, bring it up pantyhose as pants. Is this a real thing?
3: Well, Well, we've seen Kanye West try to make his new wife wear them. And and I'm just going to say no. No, okay. Um, I think it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. First of all, you'd be freezing or too hot, depending on the climate you're in. And secondly, Although, I will just bring up... Yoga pants
2: are just a thicker version. Yeah, I will just bring up, though, that um, there is (laughs) a great example of pantyhose as pants. And that is and Ann Margaret, Margaret in Viva Las, Las Vegas. Vegas with
3: Elvis. With
2: Elvis and he's up on the stage but and they do that on. one. She has a cropped sweater on yeah. and they're very much it's a it's a dancer tight, but you can tell they have a yes. panios the level yes. to them. Look so sexy. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, you know, but no New York Times, because that's where this was wondered. Oh, wow. In he the style section. Is this a <laughs> real thing? Well, it's not a real thing. Um, okay. Megan Fox went to the Casa Amigas party. She and uh, Meg uh, Machine Gun Kelly went as Uma Thurman and uh, Kill Bill. Yeah,
0: the Kill Bill combo. The Kill Bill yeah.
2: is what they look like. And Megan tagged sag
0: Why? Because she's deliberately being a brat.
2: Why? So here's what uh, Lisa Ann Walter, who's brilliant in Abbott Elementary, she just wrote this. What a rebel! Keep posturing for stupid crap, pretty lady. Meanwhile, we're working ten hours a day, unpaid, to get basic contract earners a fair deal. Salam, love Slam. it. Salam, and and on this point, Lord, I absolutely love that. I love it. That she would, why would she take it? That's just so stupid. It really. Why do people wanna? Because there were like Glenn Powell, he dressed up uh, in Court or or Overstreet as Teledega Nights, you know. But they didn't tag SAG after. But this is why SAG after put out things. Just we would like no one to dress as a struck work. Okay, Um, did
3: anyone see the Halloween? Hit on Saturday Night so Live funny. with Fran Drescher coming no. in and policing the children's <laughs> outfits for SAG, <laughs> no. it, it was hysterical. hysterical. Oh my god, that, that oh. was so funny. That it spoof, was. and then their George Washington spoof with all the fou- you know the fou- this fouling. comedian I never heard of did a great job. Three for three, SNL has had three great weeks Nate, in a row. Nate. Ber- Ber- Bergesi. Bergesi. he's got a special out and i want to see it now Very he's funny,
2: funny. <laughs> yeah so megan kellen that's you just stupid she was dumb megan fox megan she was fox. dumb for taggy she's yeah. poking the bear i don't understand that these people are not working i know don't be a halloween scab
0: and neither has she or is she <laughs> like i don't mean I to know. be. how that.
3: about adele this is one adele is at um you know performing mm-hmm. yes and her um Son's pe- pediatrician came to the show, for, and um, it, her son is Angelo, and he's 11 <laughs> years old now. Or he's Colin. No, he's Angelo. Okay. And she's like, oh, <laughs> I'm desperate for another baby. She's feeling broody. You know, she quit drinking three months ago. Uh-huh. And Katy Perry quit drinking, too. And I, they're neighbors, and they would always wine together. Um, And now she's, like, brooding and with the the
2: guy she's with rich paul he's got a memoir it came out the same day as britney and nobody no i will read his eventually yeah, it looks kind of interesting he's, he's, he's got a great story he's got a yeah.
3: great story and he's smart yeah and i want to read you. that but but i'm in john stamos love right now yes oh. that's right and, this and now big... are you
2: gonna finish britney's book yes yeah, i just okay. i didn't read the part you want me to read i read Dude, the part... i want you to read the book in its entirety not parts. I have four books lined up. Oh yeah, this is. I will because this... I, I know Brittany
3: wants it. Yeah. But I'm just saying the w- part. I don't read books in parts. I just. I skimmed. Honestly. I got to the part that I wanted to read, mm. which is the Cletus part, the Kevin Federline part, and how um, did she lose her children?
2: Milo Ventimiglia got married without telling us. How what? dare he? What? But wait, I got to finish
3: a thought. Oh, yeah. oh, he yeah. did yeah. get
2: married. Rich Paul's memoir. Let me
3: finish the line. Yeah. No, it isn't Rich Paul. It's Matthew Perry and John Stamos, who are kind of around the same age. No, yeah. Matt, John Stamos is older. But when they talk about how they used to be friends in L.A. before the Internet and before everything and how they worked together as friends, it's a good read. It's really interesting. The friendships that were built, but now you don't have any more because you have all the social media stuff. I mean, it was it's just kind of this part of nostalgia that you get in these books. Right. Like right. old school. Right. Like, I yeah, you. that was all I was going to say.
2: Well, and this is old school of Milo, Milo, to just run he off. F- he copied me. Oh, That's I right. <laughs> <You gotta> <laughs>